It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Washington Commanders Cam Sims and J.D. McKissick met with the media. Danny Johnson is rejoining the squad at F.A. Obata, comes over from the Buffalo Bills to rejoin Ron Rivera. Speaking of coach, he was busy out of state this week. We'll talk about the rumors and rumblings from Ohio State's Pro Day. And our very own Chris Russell brings us his interview with Commanders offensive lineman Cornelius Lucas on a jam-packed episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms. And we thank you, of course, for making us your first listen of the day or your first view of the day. If you're joining us over on YouTube, I'm David Harrison covering your commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation and my co-host Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with the show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania61, and at Locked On Commanders. Cam Sims and J.D. McKissick have rejoined the squad, coming back to Washington on new contracts, Chris, and they met with the media recently. Since the last time we talked, they met with the media and had some interesting things to say. Yeah, David, um, you know, when these guys meet and after they come back to the organization, the media rightfully has questions like, hey, why did you want to come back here? Especially with J.D. McKissick, as controversial uh, as that went down with Buffalo and all that stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, it was interesting uh, J.D. McKissick was asked about like what the difference was and what brought him here. And he said, mm-hmm. Washington is home. Yeah. Uh, and he said he had unfinished business and he thought this was a playoff team when they were five and six. And he went out for the year, that Monday night football win against Seattle. And he never played again. They got to six and six quickly the next Sunday. And then it all fell apart again. Mm-hmm. When he says that to you, when we talk about when there's so much frustration in the fan base that this isn't a place that people want to come to, this isn't a place that people want to play. But when JD McKissick says that, does that mean anything extra to you? It does, you know, because the perception from the outside and the reality inside are are totally different. Right. And we've talked about this at differing points during last regular season, that the extra challenge of being a coach within the Washington commanders organization outside of just being a normal NFL coach around the league is going to be helping to prevent the outside noise from infiltrating the locker room and impacting the way that they do business there. Like, like 
It doesn't matter what's happening with Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder, FedEx, Nike, Anheuser-Busch. Like, none of that matters on the football field. Like, between the sides, the lines, none of that has an influence over what happens on the field. The only thing that influences that is what the coaches do, what the players do, the personnel, the sports staff, all that. That's what matters. So if you're inside that building, that's where you have to keep your focus. And what this tells me is that at least from J.D. McKissick's point of view, uh, over, you know, outweighing other, you know, potential influences in his decision on where he was going to play football next, they're doing a good enough job. And again, that's from J.D. McKissick's point of view, which is obviously, obviously valid. I'm just saying that because it doesn't necessarily copy paste every single player. But from J.D. McKissick's point of view, Basically, the way I'm going to put it is it's not that bad being inside the right. Washington commander's locker room on the roster or else he would have taken the first opportunity he could. So Cam Sims probably would have taken the first opportunity he could uh, to balance and to leave. And I think what this contrast is, is when you look at Brandon Scherf's situation, right, and, and the whole uh, contract negotiations between him and the franchise, you know, over the past few years and, and all those things and him leaving for a deal that I think we both agree with is not as much as money as we really I expected him to go out there and get it kind of shows that he was ready to move on. This kind of shows maybe it wasn't he was ready to move on because of the culture and atmosphere because of all the white noise. Maybe it was just a relationship that had gone sour to the point where it was just healthier for both sides to move, which that's that's not a necessarily a damning note on a, on a franchise. That's that happens all over the league. The mm-hmm. New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers have had players uh, that fall into that situation. So that's where I draw a little bit of a plus. It kind of shows us a little bit that at least the players and the, the people executing football operations aren't necessarily bogged down by all this other noise. All right. Cam Sims also talked to the media. He said, Carson Wentz, hey, th- that new quarterback, one guy, QB1, he <laughs> likes to throw to big receivers. And yeah. the proof is in the pudding. Michael Pittman, right, in Indianapolis, yeah. had a career year. Uh, and as well, Alshon Jeffrey before that in Philadelphia. Yep. You buy that maybe, maybe, just maybe, Cam Sims might be on the verge of a breakout. I don't know about a breakout season. I mean, Terry McLaurin is obviously still number one. Carson Wentz also likes throwing to tight ends, which is why Zach Ertz had some success with Mm -hmm. them and why people thought that maybe Zach would come to Washington. Logan Thomas obviously is going to appreciate that. John Bates and whoever they may add uh, in free agency or through the draft. He's also got some good receiving running backs that are, that are a part of it. So, I mean, Cam Sims, you know, uh, I'm not, not saying he's wrong. You know, Carson obviously will, will, will blend with who he likes to blend with, connect with who he wants to connect with. But at the end of the day, we still have to see, if Washington brings anybody else in uh, from a free agency standpoint after the first couple of waves of free agency go, if they bring somebody in after the draft, I mean, there, there's always kind of another phase of free agency after the draft where people, mm-hmm. uh, some players get waived. I mean, uh, the the most the most historic, not historic, but the most standout moment I can think of is Keyshawn Johnson yep. when the Carolina Panthers drafted a wide receiver and he's ranting and raving about how they just got him a new teammate. Turns out they were actually replacing him because he ends up a free agent very quickly after that. So, there's always that phase of free agency. So, I mean, Cam Sims, like, you know, yeah, absolutely go out there. And, and it's smart to go out and put up, put out in the public air when a lot of people are kind of talking down about your quarterback that, hey, I'm looking forward to it. But he's he's still got to prove himself and climb up the ladder a little bit more. All right. The organization also signed pass rusher F.A. Obata, uh, who was with Ron in Carolina a couple of years ago as an international pathway player. Also spent last year in yeah. Buffalo, 11 career sacks. I think it's nine and a, nine and a half over the last two years. We'll talk more about him next week. Uh, and also the team re-signed Danny Johnson. And that's really important because he could be the starting uh, slot corner. All right. This is the Locked On Commanders podcast along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Coming up next... We'll hear from Cornelius Lucas, who re-signed with the organization officially on Thursday. 
Yeah, I'm going to take segment two off because Chris is bringing you his conversation with Washington Commanders offensive lineman Cornelius Lucas. And while he does that, I'll be looking up the latest odds on college basketball tournament action because it is that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is upon us. And for all your latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On a Commanders podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view each and every day. Make sure you follow Locked On NFL, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So as we mentioned, Washington been busy re-signing a few of their own. Uh, Danny Johnson and Cornelius Lucas signing back on a two-year uh, deal. And I had a chance to catch up with him earlier on Thursday uh, and had a little chat on why he decided to come back to the Washington Commanders. All right, the Washington Commanders continue to add back to their 2022 roster, and a big part of that is re-signing Cornelius Lucas, who has been around for the last couple of years during the Ron Rivera era. He gets a two-year deal reported, uh, and he's nice enough to join us now and give us his thoughts on coming back. Uh, Cornelius, congratulations. Welcome back, first of all, and I guess we'll start with this. Why was it important for you to come back to Washington where you've been the last couple of years? I feel like I've built a home here. It feels like home. Um, really comfortable with the coaches. The, country, the coaches are comfortable with me. I like the guys on the team. Um, just a good fit. When you started this process, I know you talked to other teams as all free agents do. Were you absolutely, um, I, I guess, focused on maybe the, the best deal for you or the best opportunity for you to play as many snaps? Like what was your thought process when you first started and then maybe how did that shift? Uh, it was really set on uh, first and foremost, finding the best deal because we don't play the sport for free. Sure. Um, and secondly, just being in a, a good position to showcase my ability. And when all the smoke cleared and everyone did everything they were going to do, Washington was my best bet. How much did that, uh, how much did them bringing you here two years ago, you started, you played a bunch of snaps, you know, more than you got an opportunity to, 
you know, in most years prior to coming here, how much did that kind of play in your mind as, you know, if I can find the deal that I'm looking for, that I'm comfortable with, I want to stay here, like you said, home and, and and maybe reward some of that two-way loyalty. Yeah, definitely. Um, like bouncing around, getting new teams, having to prove yourself over and over again. Uh, people not really being sure about your ability. I feel like I've established that here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to build on that. Um, so, yeah, it was much easier for me to make this transition back than to go somewhere else and have to redo everything I've done the last two years. Right. Uh, how important has John Matsko been in your development in this phase of your career? Of course, you came here with experience, so it's not like yeah. you came here raw as a rookie or anything yeah. like that. But how important has that connection been for you? Uh, he's been essential. Um, he's basically molded me just a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, taught me a few more things, uh, a few more important things that I didn't have in my game before. And I appreciate him. I appreciate him for that. Um, when you look at the opportunity here, clearly you got Cosme, you got Leno. Uh, yeah. Leno doesn't miss any time, knock on whatever wood or, or whatever, but you played a ton at right tackle last year, whereas you played a lot more at left tackle in 2020. Mm-hmm. Are you are you at a situation? I'm clearly you're comfortable coming back here, but are you at a situation where you just focus on one position because that seemingly is where the the opportunity is most, at least on paper? Or do you just look at it as, hey, whatever happens happens, and I can't control injuries, and I got to be ready for everything. Uh, be ready for everything. Yeah. Um, be able to see around corners. Um, definitely coming in to compete to start. Um, yeah, that's that. It's, it'd be if it's left or if it's right. You know what I'm saying? Life hands you limits, which right. And, and last year, if I'm remembering correct, and and maybe I'm wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I, I think you were. Um, I think you had, uh, you know, you were out on the protocol list or whatever it was at the start mm-hmm. of camp. If I'm mm-hmm. remembering that right, did that really kind of set you back in terms of your ability to try and, you know? Um, win that right tackle spot out of the shoot or did that not really have a huge effect? What do you remember from all that? Uh, I feel like it was terrible timing. Yeah. Um, especially when you have a, a kid that's been drafted pretty high coming in to right. do the same thing as you. Um, but yeah, that was last year, man. I can't really cry over spoiled milk or the situation. I, w- I wish I could have got it back. I wish I could get it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here now. Um, I know some of the guys in the media session uh, that just got done that were to ask you about like no sheriff, no flowers. Mm-hmm. You guys feel with Leno back under an extension, you back under a new deal, Cosme in year two and and, mm-hmm. all, and, and, and Norwell, who I know you haven't met yet, that this offensive line will gel pretty quickly together or, or yeah, you, have, that's going to be. I have no doubt. I have no doubt that we're going to gel together. Mm-hmm. Um we take enough reps, enough walkthrough reps, <laughs> enough time that by the time it's ready to go, we were, by the time it's time, we're going to be ready to go. Right. Um, so when, and I, again, I know th- they asked you this already, but I, I'll ask you for my audience, commanders, when you hear commanders, <laughs> I'm a commander. I'm not a, a member of the Washington football team. And we know the old name. Like, yeah. what what does that mean to you now that it, you've had a couple of months for it to settle in? Uh um, yeah, uh, well, I, I feel like 
I've known this team under three different names. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's taking a while. It's taking a while for me to process out the old names and process in right. the new name. Um, so yeah, it's growing on me. Uh, yeah. You, got, you, not, you know what you I'm gotta do, Cornelius? You gotta you gotta take command. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> when I when I mention it to people, like when I'm back at home, they're like, who are the commanders? I'm like the Washington football team. They're like the Washington football team. And then I say the old name. You're like, oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. But that's usually like the process I have to go through when I'm back at home. Hey, man, you know, here's, here's I've been around here for, I don't know, 14 years or whatever it is. And I mean, I've covered now three different. So I just said, whatever they want to call themselves, they call themselves. <laughs> it's just a name. You're here to play football. We're here to talk about it, analyze it, cover it, whatever. Right. I mean, sometimes we say in the media foolish things. I try not to be <laughs> overly foolish, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's just about winning football games. Right. I mean, that's really all that matters. Um, Speaking of winning football games, I mean, like Taylor Heineke did a heck of a job last year. We all know, you know, how gutty and gritty he is, but the team made an acquisition of Carson Wentz. When you heard, hey, Carson Wentz is going to the commanders, what was your reaction? <laughs> I'm glad to have him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying glad, glad family to be coming out of the peace style puzzle. Um, hopefully we can all gel together and make a good run. Once you get the deal that you're looking for, does something like that trigger in your mind to say, hey, you know what? That guy could, you know, he was a former number two overall pick. He was almost a league MVP before he ripped up his knee. Mm-hmm. Is that something that is exciting to a player? Like you think, hey, you know, no offense to Taylor and what he did. He did the best he could. But that's a guy that could potentially elevate us back to a division title, back to something potentially more. Yeah, definitely. And redemption is a different kind of motivation. I'm saying when you strike out and you don't, things don't go as planned and you get another crack at it, for me at least. I feel like I'm coming back. I want to come back even harder. So I can only, I'm only, I'm excited to see what he has in store for us. All right. Last thing. And then we'll let you out of here. Uh, we appreciate your time. Cornelius Lucas with us uh, as he resigns with the Washington commanders. What message would you have to the fan base uh, moving forward? I mean, I, of course there's moving parts and you can only do your job and concentrate on your job, but um, you know, the fan base is kind of, you know, it, it's endured some tough times. Let's put it that way. What 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 message would you have? To that? Uh, I would say that Big Luke love y'all and stay with us, man. I mean, like, does Big Luke love the media? <laughs> yeah, Big Luke loves the media too, man. Big Luke loves the fans. Big Luke loves the media. Big Luke loves his team. You know what I'm saying? Big Luke got a lot of love for a lot of people. <laughs> I'm only teasing about that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't love the media if I were you guys uh, either. Well, listen, congratulations. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, appreciate it. Welcome back. And uh, you're a big part of this offensive line and therefore a big part of this team. Uh, so uh, I, I know everybody's excited to have you. But uh, again, congratulations and thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. All right, Commanders fans, so that's Cornelius Lucas. We appreciate him uh, joining us and a good conversation there. Uh, so good to have him back in the fold. That's important because I think he's going to battle Sam Cosby in training camp for the starting right tackle spot. Coming up next on the Locked On Commanders podcast, where in the world was Ron Rivera and what could it all mean? That's next. Locked On Commanders. Guys, Chris Russell here and David Harrison for our friends at Built Bar and Built Bar Puffs. Have you tried the puffs? They're awesome, baby. 
Hooray for awesome, baby. Uh, Bilt Bars are always awesome, but the Bilt Bar Puffs are really cool. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. And guess what? Unlike regular marshmallows, they're healthy for you. And they're so tasty. I love the banana cream pie one. You can also get the coconut marshmallow. You can get the cinnamony, yummy churro flavor. Mm, so good. They're all healthy for you. Not loaded with sugar and all that stuff that's not good for your body. Trust us. Built Bar, Built Bar Puffs are awesome. They taste great, and they're healthy for you, unlike your traditional cookie bar, and there is no protein-infused marshmallow, so get them now. As a matter of fact, get everything Built Bar makes because it's all great. You can get it at Built.com, including limited-time flavors that they put out. Oh, so good. Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order and use the promo code again, LOCKED15, for 15% off at Built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment here at the Locked On Commanders Podcast, wrapping up the week. David Harrison and Chris Russell joining you. Find us on Twitter at DHarrison82, at Russellmania621, at LO. Commanders, Chris, we had a Twitter follower say they don't like our Twitter handle, LO Commanders, because they always think it says LOL Commanders. Oh, yeah, um, I remember this one. <laughs> yeah, look, I asked him for a recommendation. He really didn't give me one. He kind of said, oh, that's a tough one. So if anybody out there wants to contribute a recommendation, I mean, I we can change the Twitter handle. No problem. And no, Should we're not we going to change LO it. LO underscore like, commanders? Or, yeah, I mean, it could be LO underscore commander. It could be locked on commanders, to be honest with you, but I was trying to save you guys some, some characters right, tweet at right. us and tell us. Uh, how hateful we are. So speaking of uh, things going on in the Washington Commanders world, totally not connected, but we're just going to pretend that it is. Ron Rivera, head coach of your Washington Commanders, was in Columbus and Cincinnati touring the state of Ohio, the lower half of the state of Ohio, uh, well, middle and lower half, uh, at the Ohio State and Cincinnati Bearcat Pro Days. Should we read anything into it, Chris? Anything that we're hearing coming from the Pro Days that should pique the interest of Commanders fans, especially the draft experts out there knocking out mock drafts every day. Yeah, you know, I think this is interesting because, again, Ron is doing his due diligence, right? There, There's nothing wrong with him being at Pro Days. We see all sorts of head coaches being at Pro Days. Sometimes yep. we overreact to that. I'm trying not to overreact to this. I mean, we know Ohio State's a football factory. We know Cincinnati's mm -hmm. a really good program, and they run a hell of a defense, and they've got some exciting offensive talent uh, as well. What caught my eye, David, I'm not sure – uh, if, if it means anything per se, but on Wednesday, Ron and Marty Herney were pictured talking to Chris Olave in the end zone of the practice facility in Columbus. Now, does that mean they like him over here? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I like both of those guys. I think both of those guys could help the Washington commanders. Could they go wide receiver at number 11? We know they could go. Does I don't know if that means anything to you, but I was more intrigued by what I saw on Thursday, which yep. was at Cincinnati's Pro Day, when Ron specifically was walking with linebacker Darian Beavers. 
who is really a strong side linebacker and a heck of an athlete. I mean, he's got size, athleticism, pass coverage, run-stopping ability, explosive. He's got what you're looking for, but he's not really a Mike linebacker unless they're going to do that tango again and try and convert him. And it got me to think, could this team draft, especially early, a outside linebacker and really not address the Mike linebacker like everyone thinks they will immediately address? Your thoughts on that? I mean, it really depends on their feelings on Cole Holcomb. I think we know we we have a verdict on Jamin Davis as a potential Mike. And as of right now, anyway, it ain't going to happen. And I mean, those things could improve and get better. Granted, so, you know, don't mail in. Jamin's future, like you know, quite yet, but I just it just doesn't look like it's a good a good natural fit for that position. We'll see how he does moving forward. Cole, you know, look, he showed some leadership, he showed some guts, he showed some some intensity uh, for on on the field. And again, that we're talking about a team that really, from a, from an on field execution standpoint, doesn't have kind of a clear cut leader. Like I know Chase is on all the posters and in the commercials, and he's the sexy face, and he's got a lot of energy. But when you look at the team on the field, you don't just kind of gravitate to Chase Young and say, that's the leader of the team. And honestly, it's really hard to do on a defensive line, to be completely honest with you, because you get lost in the scrum uh, so much. So guys like Aaron Donald, that's what makes them so special. But when you when you look at the potential of, of the team, if you see the raw athleticism and the, and the traits that you need, that you feel like you need for your defense, I mean, coaches, you know, look, call it ego, call it what you want, but coaches will believe if they if they see the right tools that they will believe that they can make those tools work in the way that they need them to. So, yeah, it could absolutely happen. Uh, as far as, you know, Coach Rivera talking to Olave and, and Marty, uh, talking to to Olave in the end zone, I don't know that it means that they like Olave more than Wilson. I think what it probably means is they kind of know what they have in Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson and they kind of know what to expect. So, really, Wilson, you know, for the most part, is wide receiver one on pretty much everybody's board. The chances that wide receiver one makes it to pick 11 – usually is is not very high now it could happen in this draft especially because of the 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 trench heavy or the trench need heavy teams in front of washington and i think atlanta is a really big spot to watch because if atlanta goes say quarterback over a wide receiver then that's obviously going to push the group down i think really it just it just shows you that there's interest in both guys and maybe they could have olave ranked ahead of a Traylon burks or ahead of a jamison williams because of that acl so that might be the thing but i think really at the end of the day it's just it shows you, I think, that wide receiver probably you can you can probably bet safely that wide receiver is a number one, is a day one option for the Washington Commanders, and that Chris Olave is among the group that they're considering to potentially pick a number eleven. Look, it could also mean they're considering a trade back to say number twenty with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think is number twenty. Maybe the Minnesota Vikings. Actually, I think no, no, no. I think you're right. The Steelers, I think, are at twenty. Yeah, let's say one of these teams wants to move up to go get a Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, the, so Washington moves back from eleven to say twenty. That's another third round pick. They just happen to be missing a third round pick. So you know things like that. And maybe Olave is there at twenty, and Washington pulls the trigger. So it's you know take a little bit from it. Don't take too much from it. You know because because at the end of the day, they could also have been asking him. Uh, about the quarterback, C.J. Stroud, that was throwing him the football, you know, and, and doing some pre-scouting for 2023. So, I mean, there's just so many what-ifs in there that just just don't run away with it. Don't go buy a, a custom Olave jersey yet is what I'm Big saying. picture word, due diligence. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. how we should kind of consider it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're going to pick him. Like you said, it yeah. doesn't mean that they like Olave over Garrett Wilson. doesn't mean that they're going to pick a wide receiver. Yeah. It is absolutely under consideration. Just retrace all the circles I just talked myself into trying to answer that question and realize <laughs> that I left about a dozen or so more circles untraced. What's wrong with you?
We don't have time to answer that. We definitely don't. Uh, we'll, we'll try and answer that next week. What's wrong with both of us? Uh, it's called <laughs> Commander Crazy. How about that? Yeah, uh, all right, guys. <laughs> That's going to do it for us for this particular episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this week, thanks again for making uh, LOC the uh, your first listen and watch of the day. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker as they bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis of college football prospects uh, like the ones we were just talking about and NFL front offices like the Washington Commanders. We will be back after the weekend with more episodes, more coverage, Mock Draft Monday, and everything in between coming back for you. Again, always remember, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, each and every day. If you have a question or topic you want to get in, and we have plenty of time next week for voicemails, get them in, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577, or Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com. David Harrison, it's that guy, writing for the Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medher Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, don't drive like a maniac, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.